Some people say there's a giant serpent-like creature living in Flathead Lake. Some say it resembles a giant sturgeon where some long-ago people believed in this legend as well, and sightings of the monster continue to this day. Come along in the Nature Journal as we explore the legend of the Flathead Lake Monster. Hi, and welcome to the FVCC Nature Journal, the podcast for everyone who loves nature. We are coming to you from the beautiful campus of Flathead Valley Community College at the foot of the Swan Mountain Range of Northwest Montana. I'm John Fraley, longtime instructor in wildlife conservation here at the college, and I also served 40 years with Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. Our producer is Colin Burkhart, and thanks to Morgan Ray, the library director, for offering the libraries our podcast home. Well, Colin, what do you think about the Flathead Monster? Is it real? I mean, I don't know. I've I only I only heard about it a few years ago, and I have never seen it myself actually. So I I can't quite say. Everybody has a sort of an opinion, but and and, and you have had some of the things named after the Flathead Monster, right? Oh yeah, the, the the soda brand, the local one. Yeah, it's definitely uh, that was where I first heard about it. Though I never <laughs> really put two and two together that that was what it was referring to. Yeah, more and more uh, businesses are using Flathead Monster as a part of their advertisement, and mm-hmm. the. Uh, Burger Town in Big Fork there has a Flathead Monster Burger. It's my favorite right, hamburger. You mentioned that to me before. Yeah, so they're right on the lake there, and maybe they've seen the Flathead Monster. I'm not sure, but in Montana folklore, this Flathead Lake Monster in Flathead Lake started out with a Native American legend, mm-hmm. according to the information I found anyway. And it's a, a Kootenai traditional legend, and, and it's pretty complicated. It's about some young girls that saw the monster and things like that, which I won't go into, but... There's been all the way up now to, and our first Euro-American sighting was 1889. Wow. And it was a steamer on Flathead Lake. <laughs> and they saw this serpent-like creature, supposedly, and one of the passengers shot at it, and it went <laughs> down beneath the surface. That's, that's where it all started. And they like to call, of course, the Loch Ness Monster Nessie. So Fugelberg, who was a guy that used to publish a newspaper in Polson, he wanted people to call it Flessy, Flathead Lake. <laughs> and so... I think I heard of that, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, every year there'd be a couple of people that would s- report that they saw something odd in Flathead Lake. And Fug- mm-hmm. Fugelberg kept track of them. Uh, and then it became more formalized with a biologist named Laney Hansel from Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. And he actually started recording the sightings. And as you can see, our map here, there's 113 sightings from 1989 yeah, to 2020. And I was trying to figure out where they were. Let's just take a look and see if we can see any pattern here. The, it looks like down by the, the south end of Flathead Lake near Polson, there's a lot. Yeah, you sightings. see it a lot more down there as far as this goes, huh? And you see the C and the F. Do you know what that stands for? Yeah, I guess it's the difference between the, the regular fish and uh, the, something that might have been the creature, I suppose, right? Very good. Yeah, the, the, F, the F sightings here are people that thought they saw a, a huge fish. And that could, you know, who knows what any of these sightings were, but that could have been the Coonies believed there were sturgeon in, in the lake originally, mm-hmm. and that could have been a f- giant sturgeon. And then the other one is the serpent-like creature, and that's that's the one that's the most common sighting uh, usually. So, so did the, did the Kootenai <laughs> believe that the sturgeon was the lake monster or that the lake monster and the sturgeon were separate? I don't know it's, that. But, you know, just a little story. When I was working on with our our counterparts in the, on the uh, Salish Kootenai tribe, 
we were working on the flooded lake management plan for fisheries. And some of the folks felt that there's still sturgeon in the lake or we should reintroduce sturgeon into the lake. Hmm. So there's, there's some tradition that sturgeon were in flatted lake, and that could have been some of the sightings. And we'll get into that a little more. I mean, they certainly are big enough, those, those yeah. sturgeon. We did an episode on that recently, and, yeah. and uh, 11 feet long 11 is feet pretty long. big. Yeah. 11 feet, and that's not the longest either. I mean, mm-hmm. And so you could see how that, and we'll talk more about, you know, what the sightings might really be and that kind of thing. Yeah. And so getting into this then, in 1991, one of my first Montana Outdoors article that I did was on the Flatted Lake Monster because I had heard about this and I had somebody actually called me at my office and claimed they had seen it. Hmm. And uh, there was a letter on file from a person named, I won't put person's names in there. Mm-hmm. And this, this person was a retired major in the in the uh, in our armed services, I don't remember if it was Marines or, hmm. or Army. Wow! And his son and he had seen it twice. Interesting. And this guy was a really good observer, you know. So I thought, oh, that's that's very uh, would you say credible? And huh. so I asked him if I could meet him where they saw it. They saw it down at Yellow Bay, and so I said, oh. can I meet you down there and you could show me where you saw it, and kind of give me an interview and that kind of thing. And he said he would do that. Now. And he was the one who called in uh, back in the early 90s? He had called in, in, he had called in and, or written a letter, actually, in 1990. Mm-hmm. And I started reading that letter, and I got his contact information, and I called him in Missoula. Mm-hmm. And asked him if I could interview him. And a couple of things, then. We'll stop there and back up a little bit and say, so he, they described the serpent-like creature, but there was a lot of descriptions of the giant fish-like creature, too. And... Right, for example, in 1993, this was after I wrote the article, there were 13 unusual sightings, and that's 13 points on this map here. But I'm thinking it came, got much more common because, you know, people started reading, like they read my article, and and so they felt a little more comfortable coming forward. And so I interviewed this gentleman and his son and and some other people that were actually very prominent in Flathead Lake Mm -hmm. society. And so I started thinking, there must be something to this. And a guy named Paul Fugelberg, out of Polson, published a newspaper down there. He was keeping track of these, and then he got in touch later with Laney Hensel, and they both, they've both been keeping track of these at this point. As, as you and I discussed, Laney passed away last year, mm-hmm. but his, his uh, legend lives on here with this, this map. And so a lot of the sightings were around Skidoo Bay, the West Shore, and then the, the Polson Bay, a lot of them in Polson Bay, as you can see here. Oh, yeah. And then the Narrows there. And the way they put it was, you never know when you could see Flossie, they called it. <laughs> Laney didn't even really want you to call it the Flathead Lake Monster. He wanted people to call it the Flathead Lake Creature because he thought <laughs> the Flathead Lake Monster was negative. <laughs> he didn't like the negative connotation. So let's go through some of the stuff I found out when I wrote this article in 91. So the way I started it out kind of says it all. If you believe this retired major, the depths of Flathead Lake harbor a serpent-like creature more than 40 feet long. So that was the way I started it because I went down and met this uh, retired Army major and his son at Yellow Bay. And I remember standing out on the dock with them, and they were pointing out where they saw it and where it swam and all that kind of thing. This person, a retired U.S. Army major living in Missoula, and his son have seen the creature twice. So the first time they saw it was on May 25, 1985. And I'll just read it because it's in his own words. We were trolling for Mackinac on Yellow Bay when we saw this large object surfacing and diving off the north point of the bay. At first, we thought it might be one or more scuba divers, but we approached the thing slowly, not wanting to scare it. As we got closer, we could see that it was chasing a large squawfish in the shallows. At one point, it raised its head high out of the water and appeared to be looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he was really credible, I thought. 
When we got to within 60 meters, we realized that it was nothing like we'd ever seen before, he continued, who in his military life had been trained in observation. The thing was big and had humps and twice as big in diameter as a telephone pole. The skin of the creature was black or green and it had the perfect head of a serpent. There were from four to six humps sticking out of the water. It moved away from us slowly and then took off like a streak through the water. It stopped about 400 meters out from the bay, looked back, dived under the waves. I asked my son if he believed what he just saw, and he said no, and no one else will believe us either. So we didn't say anything until years later. So that was the first time they saw it. Hmm. Wow. Now, on July 1st, 1987, they saw it again, this time near Lakeside. It changed course twice, and they estimated speed about 10 knots. From 400 meters, they had a perfect view of the creature's head, tail, and body as it swam north towards Caroline Point. And I remember asking him, did you get a picture, any kind of picture? And he said, no, we didn't get a picture. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> but we saw it, and, and, and you can see the picture of those two guys. I mean, they're very credible. Why would they lie? They're not going to lie about it. They really believe they've seen it. So those two aren't the only ones that uh, claim to have seen the monster. In fact, more than 70 Valid sightings at this point had been reported already in 1991. Now it's 113. And in, in that year of 1889, as, as I think we mentioned already, the passengers of this uh, lake steamer, the U.S. Grant, saw what they thought was an approaching boat. As the object came closer, it seemed more like a whale. <laughs> One of the passengers fired at the object and frightened it away. So do you have any thoughts about what these... It was, how it was so big they thought it was a boat at first? That's, yeah, I think that's, so, yeah. that's pretty out there, wow. Yeah, the, and some of the other sightings were like three humps above the water, 40 feet long, you know, you know, pretty big. That's so that's what we're, we're dealing with, uh, people that are pretty credible too, because it said there that one of the passengers fired at the object and frightened it away. And so you've heard of the Loch Ness Monster and so on, and it's become a part of the local folklore, just like the Loch Ness Monster. There's a marina that rents a flatted monster pontoon boat as we talked about there's flatted monster pop and there's the flatted monster burger and that kind of thing so people want to have that and embrace it as our local folklore so yeah looking at the different aspects then it falls into two major categories either they're large fish or they're serpent-like and sightings where it was a serpent-like monster is described hair raising similarities to the report we just talked about and i'll go through one more so consider a letter we received recently about a 1970. So see, we were publicizing this. People were calling in because they were feeling more comfortable to talk about it. They yeah, yeah. About and it. someone came forward with a, a yeah. 1970s sighting. Yeah. So Laura Everland of Rocker, Montana, said that on a late June Sunday in 1971, three friends and I left West Shore State Park in a 14-foot motorboat, and we were headed for Yellow Bay to fish. We weren't very far from Yellow Bay, about a half a mile, when on our right, 100 feet away, the creature appeared. Jack turned the boat towards it, and we all looked at each other with a thought, I didn't see that if you didn't see that. So that's another <laughs> example of a kind of a sighting. And then very credible people that actually were businessmen and women in Big Fork reported seeing it. My wife and I were sitting on the deck of a home on the West Shore one evening, watching the sailboats go by when I suddenly saw two, then three loops in the water, mm. 100 yards offshore, moving parallel to the shoreline. The object was snake-like, serpent-like, and there was about 8 to 10 feet in between. We watched it for two minutes or so. Then I turned to her and said, did you see that? And we each had. It wasn't a scuba diver. It wasn't waves. I don't know what we'd seen. Knowing the ridicule of stories like this are subject to, we kept it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely interesting. So I suppose then, yeah, what, what camp are, are you in? Are you thinking serpent or are you thinking fish? <laughs> well, for one thing, when I was the outreach person then, so I got interviewed on a couple of these sightings that people went to the TV stations for. <laughs> 
well, John, is it real? Is it? And I said, well, you can't prove a negative. You can't <laughs> prove that there's nothing on the bottom of Flathead Lake that we haven't seen before. So I'm just, you know, I'm on the fence. I, I mean, the ecosystem some... to support something that was 40 feet long would have to be, uh, <laughs> it would have to be, surely there would have to be some bigger fish in there. <laughs> See, you're starting, to, you're starting to pick it apart like the logic of it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have to almost rely on the spirit of it because <laughs> people think they saw it. And if they thought they saw it, maybe they did. I mean, it's, so not, I a, it's not an impossible. No, but... you can't say it's absolutely impossible. For example, what this retired major said when people started ridiculing me, he said, I've caught bluefin tuna over a thousand pounds in the ocean. I've seen sturgeon. I've been on a flat lake over 300 times in the last 15 years. And I know what a submerged log looks like. I know what I saw. There's no doubt in my mind, it was a huge creature. So, and this guy was seemed pretty credible to me. I remember interviewing him and, and then there's just all kinds of other stories that are fun. But anyway, if you go on the Flathead Lakers website, and then yeah. you just look up Flathead Lake Monster, and you'll see that same map that we're looking at here, Colin, where they're distributed a lot on the west shore and then Skudu Bay and then south end of Flathead Lake. So a very, very awesome legend we have here in the Flathead. Oh, yeah. The last person I'll quote, there were many occasions when we heard of the Flathead Monster, but we never really believed in it. This is someone who had just seen it. He continued, now, like many others, I think there is a monster swimming around in Flathead Lake. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think, Colin? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, a lot of sightings, a lot of theories. I definitely think it's it's possible. I, That's a good way of putting it. I, I would definitely lean towards the sturgeon side of things if there was ever anything, just because I feel like that would make the most sense as far as as far as what we know currently. But it sure. certainly it certainly could be something else too. Maybe there's uh, some prehistoric fish out there that we don't know about. <laughs> and sturgeon are kind of prehistoric anyway. So I mean, they are. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's all the time we have for this edition of the Nature Journal. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>